right, so welcome back to the Jason and Peely Project. Super excited for today. Our guest, of course, Maurice Philogene is with Quattro Capital and just dynamic. Wait, wait till you, if you're watching on video today, you're going to see a map behind us because he's explored <laughs> over 96 countries. And, and he says that with humility, right? But he puts that map up just to stress how we have to get out there and see the world. And if you say, mm -hmm. I don't have time, Maurice is a senior executive, restaurant owner, federal agent, police officer, military veteran. He's, he's had all this let alone he has done a, a ton in real estate. I go in there, he's got something like 300 transactions he's done accomplished. He's accomplished so wow. much, seen so much, and he carries that forward. And we're super excited to have him on the show. Hey, Maurice, how you doing? I'm good, man. And I appreciate being on the show. On the show so thank you very much. Well, you have done a lot, which, which and there's always twofold. Focus on where you are and stay. Yeah. Experience. Mm -hmm. and find what it is that you can do right there because yeah. we 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 find in many ways and <clears throat> that we create boundaries for ourselves that could be yeah. mental physical or whatever you've taken the step further to do so many things what is the through lesson been that you, you've been seeking as you've discovered new experiences taken on new roles done so much in your life you know what, man? And thank you again. Thank you for letting me on your show. I mean, I, I, I love any opportunity to be part of a platform that's trying to educate people on how they can make their life better. So I, I really appreciate it. And I'm humbled by it. Um, I think the, the best question, the best answer I can give to your question is constant growth. I have always been kind and I, you know, as I reflect on it now in my mid forties, I think as far back as when I was in my late teens, 17, 18, 19, I was worried about doing the same thing over and over again for the rest of my life. It really bothered me. Um, and there are some aspects back to when I was that age when I, now I'm realizing I was thinking about it and maybe that drove all these multiple careers and that I was trying to find fulfillment in doing a bunch of different things, either because society said to do it or because you saw it on a TV commercial or the cool kids were doing it or something. I was trying to figure out what it was, but I always wanted to be involved in a, in a bunch of different areas and it worked out well for me. You know, so many people find comfort in familiarity because it, it provides that safety net, right? Yeah. And you find that even when someone's not happy, they'll choose to stay in that route because of just comfort rather than right. saying, well, I could do this and step outside my boundaries and, and go forward. Right. And so right. you've taken that step and you, you, explore all these countries and when you when you see all these other cultures has there been a, a lesson that's come across that 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 maybe someone who who hasn't had the experience to, to see so much of the world is missing the the travel part of it has taught me empathy big time um now i've i've i come from blue collar i work in white collar uh, i operate in in no collar um, being in different environments, especially in the overseas environment, shows you that there's a lot of people out there who focus on working to live as opposed to living to work. There's something in our society here in the States where, every, well, I don't know. I don't want to say everywhere, man, but I'm an East Coast guy, born in New York, raised in Boston, live in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Everything's big city, big city. Um, 
I think folks are just way more focused in certain parts of the world. It's like work, make a little bit of money, live extremely well, press repeat, where we seem to be more of the let's work, 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 work until we get to 60. Ah, now we're ready to start living our life. But by that point, you know, 70% of your life has already been expended um, spending time. I mean, we're all trading time for money, right? Um, it's just yeah. how it's, it's how you use that time and what you're going to get from it is uh, what's different. And I've seen uh, quite a difference in how that's done in different parts of the world. You know, the energy, it, by the time you get to 60, right, it, you, you, you're, you're, you've used up that energy that you have that point to go out there and explore and you, you use up that yeah. time, right? Maybe you have had, you know, a family and that family starting to have a family. And so you almost miss out. And I always like to think that like, one thing that you have to continue to drive forward in your mind is that you will not get to the end of your life and say, you know, I wish I tried less, right? It's generally the opposite, right? People get to the end of their life and said, man, I wish I, I wish I tried that thing I wanted to do. I wish I went out there and, and, you know, worked to become a police officer, opened that restaurant or started exploring the world or did real estate. Would you have a 20 year career at Accenture, I believe, right? And you say that's the best company in the world, but you've, right. and you've now ventured into real estate in many capacities as well. Where, where have this ability to have the background with a company that affords you so much opportunity, but still do real estate? How has that balance given you the opportunity to, to do so much outside of it? No, for the folks who are listening, I, so I went to University of Virginia, graduated um, when I graduated, I got hired by then Anderson Consulting, but it's Accenture today. I've always been there. I've been, I'm a senior exec there starting my 24th year now. But at the same time, I was a reservist in the Air Force. Uh, I just retired after 22 years as lieutenant, lieutenant colonel and federal agent. So think the TV show NCIS, but the Air Force's version of it is Office of Special Investigations, OSI. So I was a federal agent for a couple of decades. Um, I started investing in real estate when I was 21 because I found personal finance for dummies book. And then I, there was a, there was a term in the back of the book called financial freedom. And I understood it as having just enough passive income that meets your expenses. And then everything else is, is, is gravy, right? Like if you can cover your expenses then technically you're free. So I started investing in real estate when I was 21. There were ways to do it all in each track. And what I did was I made conscious choices instead of trying to, for example, compete with my peers and focus on climbing up the corporate ladder. I took on positions that were extremely flexible or would give me experiences, right? So for seven years, I worked virtually because I was supporting teams across Europe and Africa. So I was traveling. And while my pay wasn't getting higher, the experiences that I was having in those countries and meeting those peoples and building all those relationships was paying me and then some. And that's, that's what I loved about that decision. Um, found a way to balance all those three. Um, restaurants came in later just from passively investing and then getting involved actively in a couple of them. And then the street cop thing for DC came in uh, 12 years ago when I wanted to give back to my local community. I worked with my bosses in a couple of different ways, found ways to navigate everything. And I started being a midnight patrol officer. But all that to say, 
is I didn't want to be here talking to you now in my mid 40s, having regret about what I didn't do in my mid 20s. So I found a way to get it all done. Um, you know, missing out on other opportunities, let's say social environment types of things. But, you know, I didn't want to have the regret when uh, later in life, if you will. You're taking away the narrative of I can't and replacing it with how can I? And totally. that, that people love that in so many points of their life to say, well, I can't do that. Or that other person is lucky or that person has more time or that person has more bandwidth or that person has more capability. But you're using the, hey, maybe I got 15 minutes here. What can I fill that in with? What can I do to replace that area right there? And where can I put my time in that? Right. And so you've transitioned now. Yeah. Where, where do you see real estate going forward in the future here? Where, where would your career take you? say the next 10 years, what would you like to accomplish? Well, I will tell you what's happening. And we talked about in the beginning of kind of the constant growth side of it. So I, I did the single family racket for 15 years, got my financial freedom through single family because I systematically paid off all the single family properties that I owned um, and created six figures of passive with that. In 2015, I realized that I wasn't growing as a person and I switched into multifamily. So apartment complexes, mobile home communities, um, being part of the solution for affordable housing for families that need it. Um, myself and Quattro Capital, we've closed on seven properties this year. I just found out we're closing on our eighth on December 31st. So the momentum has been crazy. But for me, uh, the real estate side has always been a vehicle to contribute to a better life for me and a better life for my family and a better life for other people. I wanted the passive income from real estate. I don't care about the dollars. I don't care about, you know, how many units under management. I don't, just none of that ever has ever appealed to me. Um, but my next growth point is that I've always wanted to own property in the Mediterranean. So I did what I always do, which is network, which is spend, invest time in people. Um, in the past year, I spent a lot of time in Lebanon and Cyprus um, it's not the Mediterranean, but also Turkey, which is on the Aegean. And I've just made connections. So I am probably two weeks away, two to three weeks away from having my first contract on property um, in the Mediterranean on the, on the island. By doing some real estate development with a new partner of mine. That is not a me thing. That is a life achievement. I can't believe my immigrant family has the ability to do this. I want my kids' kids to benefit from these decisions. So that's the next piece of growth for me as I'm going after an international lifestyle and international real estate uh, on the legacy side. What's been an aha moment about buying real estate across the world that is completely upside down from how we buy real estate here? Yeah. Uh, well, at least in the area where I'm dealing with, um, folks really don't want to sell to corporations or foreigners at all because it's a very uh, traditional community. So the only way we're really doing it is by honoring, how do I say it? By honoring the culture that exists on the island. And my partner is a traditional Cypriot, right? So he grew up there. He has connections there. The elders from the previous generations will trust him. Um, so if there's somebody who's 75, 80 years old and she or he wants to move on from their property, she'll feel more comfortable with someone who's a native to the island and knows that they're going to treat it with respect with the heritage of the island. Now, I can be a part of that 
and express myself in my true nature, which is I am not here to develop something and go crazy and become a conglomerate or something like that. I'm literally trying to uh, do business there to be part of the community and to be the guy that they point at and go, oh man, that's Mo, that's that dude from DC. He's here and he did all these amazing things for the community. He's one of us, he's, he's part of us. That's the, that's the feedback I want when I do business. So um, that's been a bit of an aha moment of, I can buy anything here from a seller. Sellers don't really care, it's, a trans, it's more so a transaction. You go to sure. a small community like that, you gotta build relationships to make a transaction. And you have to love that, right? They, they want to protect what's there, right? Protect the, the nature of the environment and just, just to cure process of <clears throat> how the country is developed and how that area is developed, right? And so you use that and you think about it today, we are very transactional in nature here. And we, we can learn a lot of lessons there about you know, preservation and how we could use that here. And I, I don't want to jump over it, but you touched on solving the affordable housing nature here the issue we of course have in in pretty much everywhere right across the bandwidth here yeah. how are you identifying what to target and you're saying you're closing on your eighth deal coming up here how are, is that all located virginia or or where where is this and what type of properties have you guys been focused on yeah so with quattro capital uh we've been focused on the state of tennessee and state of georgia specifically the Knoxville area in Tennessee and also Atlanta, Georgia area where we've had a couple of closings. Um, affordable housing can be anywhere from, you know, like 600 bucks to 1100 bucks because it's right in the meat of where it's, it's right in the meat of where the working class citizenry, if you will, can eat, not easily afford, can comfortably afford their, their living habits and what have you. I like being right in that space. Because I do own property in D.C. where the rent is twenty five hundred or the rent is three thousand, I'm I'm dealing with a totally different dynamic, and there's nothing wrong with it. I just want to be part of the solution of someone who's providing affordable housing to communities that need it. So in Atlanta, for example, it's in the West End, which is predominantly minority. Which five to seven years from now, it's going to be totally gentrified, and people is not going to have a place to go. If they're still in the properties that I own, they're going to have a place to go because I already have a certain level of financial freedom. I don't need to go push the envelope, squeeze more revenue out of people just because I can. I'd rather go to sleep knowing that I'm doing the right things by this community. Thereby, okay, Maurice has a good reputation. His family name runs good. Quattro Capital is seen as a community partner. Um, I love being part of that type of story. Yeah, I love that. And I, I can see the through line here has just been about creating the environment to, to give yourself the freedom, but also put other people in the, in the best place to also have their best ability to succeed as well for their vision, right? So if someone who is trying to break right. out of, you know, where they are or try to keep, you know, pres preserve what they have, you're trying to allow them to have that opportunity to meet that goal as well. Maurice, I, I love the story. You've sure. done so much. I'm so excited to see what this takes you next. And um, noting that I'm down here in Tennessee, I'm sure we'll, we'll at some <laughs> point run face to face in the future. For everyone that wants to catch up with you, learn more, reach out for you, where's the best place to find you? Yeah, thank you for asking that. So um, I am a huge lifestyle design enthusiast. Um, I feel like I have structured my life in a way where I'm li living my best life now, 100%. Um, and that's not because there's millions of dollars rolling in. That's because I have control of my time through passive income. 
and I'm working on those things that give me purpose. So I feel good about that. A majority of that type of imagery and stories, you can find me on Instagram for that at Maurice Villaging. I spend constant amount of time talking about the five freedoms there, financial freedom, time freedom, geographic freedom, all these countries I go to, yeah. freedom of purpose, why I'm still street cop and freedom of relationships. Um, Facebook is the same, Maurice Villaging, LinkedIn, Maurice Villaging. Uh, and then on a business level, so you can see what we're doing to help communities go to the Quattro Way, Q-U-A-T-T-R-O-W-A-Y, thequattroway.com. You'll see what we're doing at Quattro Capital. You'll see my intro. You'll see my financial freedom story, why I'm still doing what I'm doing, and then how we can help people achieve the same levels of freedom in their lives. We're just here to help people. So that's how I can be found. And I love talking. So if anyone wants to reach out, there's not one person I have not returned a message to or had a meeting with since I started doing podcast interviews in October of 19. I just love it, man. So I will talk with anyone about any topic. Well, this has been incredible. And thank you. You have a tremendous story. And I, I can see that this is just the uh, tip of the iceberg of what you have coming for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So thank you for what you're doing. We appreciate yeah. everything that you're, you're giving us and all that we have to, to watch you explore and then now catch up and have to uh, have to see where it is. Um, last question for you. What's, what's been, yeah. what's your most frequented place that you love going back to? Oh, man. Well, for one, I love my home in D.C. I love my family and I love my home, so I'll always be here. But from a traveling perspective right now, it's Beirut, Lebanon, and probably Izmir, Turkey. Although I've been to Beirut more over the last two years in Izmir. But those two places have kind of captured me from a culture, from a vibe, from a people perspective, where I will uh, always be kind of a, uh, a visitor uh, who, who's, you know, constantly always there and making friendships and investing in those relationships. So I tend to go back quite a bit. Incredible. Thank you so much. Super appreciate your time. Awesome. All right. So everyone, thank you again. Reach out to Maurice. You can find him on Instagram, Maurice Philogene. What a great story right here. Get out, control your time, control your destiny. Look at the, the, the five F's here that, that really Maurice has laid down. And again, thank you so much for listening. Talk to you shortly. Thank you.